Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner. I'm back, baby. After a brief hiatus, Tyler Drake, Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter, and myself, Eric Ruby, we're back. Jeremy Schnell, our multimedia producer, stepped in very valiantly as both of you broke down the flight plan episode with Kyler Murray and his rehab. I would highly encourage anybody who missed that to check it out. We're going to briefly go over it, and then we've got some interesting topics to get into today. But Tyler, can you feel it? And by it, I mean training camp. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Finally, finally. We can finally stop the preview stories. We can get to actual... Just getting back on the grass, really. Yeah, the summer kind of went by fast. It feels like we're already here. I don't know. Maybe me and you, <laughs> me and you, got different things going on because it does feel like it kind of was like, oh man, we're already here. Wow. I guess there's just a lot of stuff to go through. A lot of, a lot of, uh, I guess, little details we've had to try to figure out. Specifically, Buda Baker, Kyler Murray's yeah. injury, a lot yeah. of that, a lot of that stuff. So, just yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to actually talk about some football. But before we do that, let's actually not talk about actual football because there's, <laughs> there's some drama going on. I'd like to give just a brief comment on Flight Plan with Kyler Murray. Yeah. I'm not going to go deep into it. Because Take the again, floor. Go listen to Tyler and Jeremy break that down. Really good stuff. I listened to it while I was on vacation, so you can listen to it when you're not on vacation. Good stuff. You're always grinding. Always. Always keeping my ear to the ground. Yeah. So, I loved, like you guys did, the personal experience that we got with Kyler Murray, and I also appreciated the honesty, and there's one quote in particular I really liked. Quote, as far as the chip on my shoulder and what type of energy I'm coming in with this season, I feel free in a sense, especially with the change upstairs and the organization. I feel like they've done a great job since they came in, holding people accountable, the leadership, the way we're going, I feel like personally... The sky's the limit. Now, obviously, there's a couple you words You said that really well. Thank you. You I, really, you know, I really I got like said a future it. in PR. Just yeah. give me a statement and I'll go out. Like, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll speak for somebody else. But I, I love that because, yes, it's brutal honesty. But he, he's kind of telling you how it was before with the previous regime. It doesn't take a genius to put together. He's talking about probably generally Steve Kime, even Cliff Kingsbury. And then yes. there was another quote. That wasn't in flight plan, but was in Darren Urban's article that you could find on azcardinals.com, where basically he said the same thing. Yeah. Right? He was like, oh, if you if it's not working, you've got to look yourself in the mirror. Like, I, I've got respect for people upstairs, but at the same time, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's not working. Yep. You need to change it. And I kind of thought, okay, that's cool. Put that out into the world. Fine. Kind of expected nothing of it. Until... Steve Kai went on Colin Cowherd, <laughs> and I want to play this for you guys right here. Then I want to get Tyler, oh I want to get your thoughts, and then I'm going to give my thoughts. But okay. go ahead and, uh, and roll that clip. Okay. You know, I think in terms of quarterback Steve Colin, you know, what he said, um, you know, you don't love it. Just because of the standpoint, uh, when he added the word but in, generally behind a positive, the word but does not end in a positive light. So I certainly didn't want to hear that. And nor do fans want to hear a guy who's making $46.1 million a year um, blame anybody but himself. And I'm not saying uh, that he's a he's a guy that blames people. Yet at the same time, you know, everybody, when you get that, that bag of cash, everybody expects you to take it on your shoulders. And, uh, and that's what a franchise quarterback does. Okay, Tyler, I'll give you the floor before I, I say my piece. Uh, I mean, 
sounded like a former GM of a team that is no longer his. I mean, that really what it's that to what it comes down to me. I mean, if we really want to get down to it, you could even say Kyler kind of helped him get that extension. So for him to come back and say what he said is just it's just one of those weird almost why why even say anything? That's really what I mean. Why even say it? Get yourself back in the news. Cool. But outside of that, why even bring it up? And that's where I'm racking my brain, because to me. This feels like a salty ex who just can't yeah. really get over the fact that they are no longer dating the person that they want to date. I- I'm sure Steve Kime would still like to be the general manager of the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I know that he wasn't fired. Yep. It was more of a mutual parting of ways. But I'm sure that if you're an NFL GM and then you're no longer an NFL GM. You want to be back as that, an NFL That probably GM. strikes you a little bit. And to me, to me, it kind of feels like, like a lot of people unnecessarily targeting Kyler yeah. for for basically no reason. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he said okay, there was a change upstairs, but he didn't say He didn't specifically say Steve Kime is bad at his job. No, <laughs> he he didn't do that. Like yeah. he left it vague. He said I like what the new guys are doing. The new regime's coming in. And now Steve Kime's coming out here and this is not the first time. No, no, no. This no. is not the first time. Basically every single time that Steve Kime bars has gone into the media <laughs> and has talked about like anything Kyler Murray's come up, and Kyler Murray's come up in a negative light. Yeah. To me, it feels... Like you said, like an ex. It just feels excessive. And here's the thing, too. Yes, they parted ways, but if things were different, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he was not... If Let's say that the Cardinals still had the season they had, he stuck around, didn't have the health issues that he had. I think he's still fired. I don't think he's on this team now so i think it was the writing was on the wall and now i feel like it's him kind of coming back to say it wasn't him it was kyler yeah do you think he like do you think he blames kyler for everything like i mean it sounds like it and and that's like from the moment that like but and it's not even that it's it's not even that it's the fact of you don't want to hear that from your quarterback making for you he Gave him, you gave he him, gave him the contract. And also, Kyler's been great this offseason. Yeah, he's a changed person this offseason. He has been upfront. He's been vocal. He's talking about what I need to do. He's been around the team. That's the most honesty we've seen from him. 100%. Like, that is what you want hey, from your quarterback. Maybe that was why. Maybe that. Maybe maybe he didn't want to say what he was really feeling because of what the repercussions were going to be up above. Well, and that's, we're seeing this kind of dynamic now. You see, a, he's even, he even said it in the episode that he feels free. Free. He feels free, and, and it's not like say things. <laughs> nothing. Nothing has happened roster wise. No. that would be like, oh, I'm free. Like no. Kyler didn't hate DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I mean? Like that. It's like, oh man, I'm free because I no longer have to throw the ball. To-. No, you're free because there was a regime previously where stuff was not working out, yeah. and also it wasn't just stuff wasn't working out. There were plenty of leaks and comments coming oh, from somewhere. Yes. Somewhere in there, you might not oh. know exactly who. Did they? But it stopped. stopped. Now, it they? stopped. Yeah, it hmm. has stopped recently with this new regime. So what does that tell you? It was like every two to three weeks. It was like Kyler sucks, like more or less. So right? then, so I guess that's the other thing. Feeling free is, hey, I actually feel like somebody's behind me instead of yeah. trying to discredit me at every station of where I go. And people show you who they are. And Steve Kime, since he's left, oh, he's showing you. He does not gain anything from going out there and saying this. He could go out there and say, it didn't work out while I was with them. I drafted Kyler. I gave him the extension. I think he's a great quarterback. I got I extension the when he was on the team still. Like, I like, wish him just, the best of luck. Yeah. I wish him the best of luck. He but got you an extension to, too. Like, you, 
you taking those comments so personally to me sheds light on the whole yep. situation. And let's be real, that extension that he got and Cliff got Kyler had a hand in that because they were good. Mm, yep. Before the collapse, after the eleven wins, yep. before all of that, which yeah, like Kyler takes blame for all of that. Like there's there's no world in where the last couple of years and and even the the really down moments you have to give Kyler some blame from that. Well, I mean, he even mentioned it in the flight plan. He's like, if I wouldn't have had COVID to start training camp or the wrist injury or the contract situation. Things might have been different. I mean, it was just a whole compilation of bleep, like you said. Right, and we're a year removed from it now, but imagine, like, you, whoever's listening right now, or you, Tyler, as I'm talking to you, imagine you're in a public dispute Mm -hmm. with your employer Mm -hmm. in which they go out of their way to embarrass you and put a homework clause on your contract while also simultaneously giving you Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, mm-hmm. right? Like, but it wasn't just that. They they made it personal. Yeah. You're not going to feel free. You're not going to no. feel at home. And you know what? You're going to be guarded. Guy? You're going to be guarded at all times. If you're not happy about those comments, I know you got his number. <laughs> like, I know you have his number. You don't need to go on Colin Cowherd no. No. and talk smack about no. him. You don't gain anything from it. You're an adult. You're no longer He's employed getting those there. reps for the uh, TV gig he wants. Okay, cool. What are you going to do? Bash <laughs> Kyler every single time that you go on the TV? You know, I really liked what he said post-game about wanting to win with his guys. But then he said, but we need to do better. <laughs> and I don't like what he says, but. Like, come on, man. Like, to me, it screams grow up. Yes. Because yep. all this focus has been on, oh, Kyler's so immature. Kyler's got to grow up, which... I'm sure it's true in many senses, I think but the more, the more that we see with this new regime and the more we look back on the old one, it doesn't exactly feel like there was an adult in the room in any sense. Yes. And that, y- your young star quarterback, who should probably be the least adult in the room with the coach and the general manager, he's not going to grow. Yeah. He's not going to get better. Yeah. He's not going to become more responsible mm-hmm. if the organization that he's in Every couple of weeks, something's coming out from somebody yep. talking about him. Or you spend the entire summer basically saying, eh, are you worth it? We don't really think so. We're going to bring this in a public light, and then we're going to give it to you, but we're not going to give it to you unconditionally, and we're going to put conditions on it that nobody's ever put before. It's like, come on. And then we're just going to take him right back out. Right, right. <laughs> like, what, like what, what was the point of all of that back then? What's the point of all of this now? I just, I hope that this isn't, like, okay, Steve Kime is known as the guy who goes out there and bashes Kyler Murray. Because in turn, you're also bashing yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. He drafted him number one. When he already had a quarterback. When he already had a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's, yeah, it's like we talked about with the money. You handed him the money. You also got some money because of him. A lot of Let's it. be real. A lot of it. That success is because of Kyler and a lot of other people, but it starts with the quarterback. Right. I mean, the, this is the league we live in. It just it is what it is. It right? is what it is. You live and you die with your quarterback. Yep. There are teams that can be good with mediocre quarterback play, teams that can be bad with good quarterback play. But more often than not, if you have somebody slinging it, running it at an elite level back there, you're good. It's not a, it's not a surprise that the two teams in the Super Bowl had elite quarterbacks doing their thing. 
Elite, and you can check out our QB tier rankings. That's another plug right there. Listen to Flight Flight Plan Reacts from last week. <laughs> Go the week before that. Get some quarterback tiers. But now I'm done. I've gotten it off my chest. Okay. I feel like I feel like ten pounds lighter. Tyler. Now, thank now, you. Where do you want to go now? All right, let's talk about some football. Oh, let's football. talk about some training camp. Oh, but not for the Cardinals. Oh, for the Titans. <laughs> because they signed DeAndre Hopkins to a rather large deal while I was gone. I believe it was that was it was them and the Patriots. I said way back when. We got to pull the tape on that. Way back, yeah. Tyler predicts. I di- I swear I said Titans or Patriots. How do you feel about Hopkins chasing a bag, not really chasing a ring? Well, for the three things that he said he wanted, what was it? Quarterback, yep, elite quarterback. No. Nope. So Ryan Tannehill. No. Nope. You don't you don't consider Ryan Tannehill? Oh, nope. we're on different pages. He would have been tier one for oh, me. Oh wow, S tier. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm getting this look from Jeremy behind there. Like <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Uh, uh yeah. No, that doesn't work. Uh, defense. Okay, sure. Okay, you can half check that one. Uh, what was the third one? Was it play for a contender? I don't even remember. Oh, that was I like think six it was. Things I think ago. it was. And I'm telling you right now, I don't think they're a contender. I. <laughs> they might be like a squeak into the wild card. I'll say this. Look, I'll say this. For them, I like the move. Yeah, I mean, Traylon Burks was your number one guy until you signed him. And you did spend a second round pick on your quarterback that you traded the Cardinals. He traded with them to get your quarterback. So if for some reason, which I think it's rather likely that Ryan Tannehill does not end the season as the Titans quarterback, you now have Will Levis, who I'm assuming is probably going to get those second stream Willis. They, it feels like they kind of gave up on him. <laughs> They're already, giving up right? on him. Feels like they already gave up on him. But either way, you're going to trot out your second year, your rookie quarterback, and now you have DeAndre Hopkins, that's not Traylon Bur- yeah. Burks. Yeah. I feel like he only scored one touchdown last season, I think right? He did, and yeah. it was not on a receiving. It was Derrick Henry <laughs> ran all the way down the field at the very beginning of the game, and then he fumbled it, and then Traylon Burks picks it up, something like and goes that, in yeah. for a touchdown. So that's. That's good for them. I guess I just wanted to. T- it, was, it was interesting though the fact that he's made he could make up to thirty two for two years. And if we look at, I think it was what fifteen and nineteen or fourteen and nineteen, something like that for Cardinals. So that was what thirty thirty three thirty three. So he gets about so if, the same. If he does all, if he gets all those incentives, he's about where he was playing for the Cardinals. That's interesting. I feel like that's exactly what he was looking for. It's exactly all that what it was. talk about. Oh, I'm going to go play for the Bills. Oh, I want to go play for the Chiefs. I want to play for an elite quarterback. All of that, just talk, and, and that's fine. Money. And m- throw me more money. That's fine. Just if if you're gonna if you're gonna talk like that, I feel like you should be backing it up. Like, don't go out there and say all that, and then go and like go against your word. But hey. I can't. I'm looking at the camera right now. I can't say I would turn down 30 million over two years. <laughs> I would go. I would go play for a non-contender for 30 mil over two years. So Titans, uh, hit me up. But wow, Raiders are placing Tyree Wilson on the non-football injury list. Ooh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Raiders corner coming at you next. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 we're not. <laughs> no, but we we are Cardinals corner. So let's let's get back on let's get back on track here. DeAndre Hopkins. I. I'm sure we're not going to talk about him often. <laughs> now going forward, happy he's gone. trails. Have a good time. Enjoy your bag. I guess you deserve it. All right. <laughs> what? What? I, I feel like that was nice enough. It. Yeah, I feel like that was nice enough. Yeah. Okay, Tyler. Training camp begins at the end of this month. It's getting real for the Cardinals. Expectations for this team are low. Low. But yeah. I would say there's still a lot of intrigue at a lot of different positions. Yeah. And there's. A really fun thing about the NFL where you can be last 
in your division one year, and then you can turn around and, and be a contender. Yeah. And we could be looking at a quick turnaround for the Cardinals, which means that this year, even if the wins aren't there, there's going to be a lot of foundation being built, yeah. a lot of building blocks. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know the answer to this, but what is the number one question you have going into training camp for the Cardinals? <laughs> the number one question? Yeah. It's not a football question. Okay. Buda Baker. What's the deal? Just Buda Baker. Yep. What's the deal? Does he show up? Does he show up? Does he sign a contract? Does he even sit at the table for a new contract? Like I just that's that's the big question right now. For at me. what point do you become like worried? Are you worried about this? I mean, I think if you get into the middle of training camp and we don't see any of these reports or anything else that they're at least talking, that's I would start getting a little nervous. It's been going on for a while now, huh? It's been like at least two months. It's been going on. Like, and I is... figured, and I figured things would kind of start kicking back up this week and maybe a little next week, just because everybody's back now. Like, right. I, mean, I don't think Buddha's not going to show up. I think he might hold in injury, but I, I just that's that's where we're at right now with me. I, I think that's my big question because if you keep Buddha around and you can build around Buddha, there's your cornerstone on the defensive side. I mean, yeah, easily. Like, <laughs> Without you, a doubt, that's a big yeah. check mark you can you can have off the to do list, but it's still a massive box that needs to be checked. Hypothetically, let's say he holds in. Okay. Let's say you get closer to week one. Contract is still not signed. Mm-hmm. Do you think he plays? Because I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. He clearly I'm doesn't want to sure. get fined because he's still showing up. But do you want to? That's I don't know. I don't know. If how you much, were him, how much, would you play? I still, have, I still got two years on my deal. If I'm him, I'm probably playing. I don't want to get fined. I don't want that. I, I'm trying to make more money, not give money away. How could he do it so where he doesn't get fined if he doesn't play? Does he have to have an injury? Like, yeah. can he not? It would be a. Whole, it would be like what Marcus Golden did with, through training camp last year. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we had a lot of talk about that. I know Kyler Murray, there was talk about him possibly holding in when he didn't get his contract. But Buddha, like, it's football, man. You can easily say, oh, I, I hurt my ankle. Oh, my ankle from last year? Mm-hmm. My, high, my high ankle That I played sprain? through? Man, I played man, through that, and now it's, it's lingering. It's really getting me now. Now it's lingering. Yep. But I, I feel so clueless. I couldn't see him doing it, but with the stance that he's at now and how long it's gone, you almost it, you have to kind of stick to your guns now. Well, right. I, I don't know if I see him not playing, but I, I don't see him going to any public portion of training camp. I don't see him really doing anything out there that is more than the bare minimum. And again, this regime, Monty Awesomefort, has showed they don't, they don't care how good you are. Like DeAndre Hopkins is still good. If you're not in, you and, don't want to be here, yeah. they'll cut ties with you. And let's remember, it's a whole new regime. They, they, they're looking for their guys. They don't pick up Isaiah Simmons' fifth-year option. Do you want to be their guy or not? It's, it's, a, it's the simple question that I feel like they're posing. And, I mean, not to put words in their mouth, I'm sure that they want to go out there and win every single game, but I'm also sure that they wouldn't be too upset if fast-forward to the end of the season and they have the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. And there's no denying if Buda Baker plays, that works against that. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm sure that all the players, everybody in there, Kyler Murray, all of that, like they they want to they want to play they and they win. should yeah they should yeah. and if this team goes out and they start winning it's going to be fun because you know what they still have the Texans draft pick yes they do but I could totally see Monty Austin for calling Buda Baker's bluff 
It doesn't feel like something that the players are going to strong that's what he's arm, been doing already. But I think it's going to keep going because <laughs> it's easy to call the bluff when there's no consequence. Like right yeah. now, there's no consequences, yeah. right? Yep. Okay, he doesn't go to the public portion. Uh, play it off, whatever. Uh, right. It's off-season workouts. We're good. It, it is what it is. It's yeah. not a big deal. But you go out there and you suit up. And three's not on there? You don't suit up. Mm-hmm. And all these fans with Buda Baker jerseys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the he's, fan favorite. Yeah. He's the most popular guy on this team. Mm-hmm. Kyler is the most pol- polarizing. Easily. Buda is the most popular. So how long but are here's, you as a I mean, GM willing to let that go on if it does happen? I mean, here's the thing, man. He's not. I can't consider him the face of the franchise right now, though. No. Because of this whole ordeal. No. That's the thing. And, and I've had people reach out to me and say, like, wow, why would you say Kyler? He is right now. If you really want to get down to it, Kyler yeah. Murray is the guy right now. He has to be. He has to be. And then, I mean, if we're in this offseason and Buddha never says anything about a contract, plays it out, or, or just gets the contract extension away from the public, he's the face of the franchise easily. But you've got to take this into account now when you're looking at who's really this team's guy. That's a good question. Yeah. Like beyond Kyler. Because the yeah, quarterback is, is it? quarterback is such an easy answer. Yep. And then it's like, okay, if you're going to include Buddha Baker despite all of this, He's in there too. Mm-hmm. One and two, yep. however you want to put him. Yep. Who else? Zavin? Maybe. Marquise on a contract no. here? No. Nope. James Conner? Y- yeah, you could put him in there. Zach Ertz? No. Is it Kelvin? No. Nope. Is it I- Paris? Yeah, but it's, it, gonna it's, be it's Paris. you know, it's going to be, it's but it's not right now. Yeah. But I. I think this DJ, a, DJ's kind of in there too, but he's, he's been not, around. He's yeah. been around. This is it to me. I like. I want to fast right forward. There. I want to yeah. fast forward because I need to see how Buda Baker handles training camp, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'll have a way better idea. Yeah. But there's there's so much there's so much more than just Buda Baker when it comes to this training camp. There's so much more, yeah. honestly, than just Kyler Murray. But before we touch on that, I want to talk about an article that you just put out there, which is the pros and the cons of Kyler coming back this season. ArizonaSports.com. ArizonaSports.com. Arizona Sports app. Tyler Dre's got everything you need. Yep. Everything you need as training camp approaches. Yep. I want to hear from you. Biggest pro, biggest con to Kyler coming back. Plus, what week, man? Because <laughs> some people are acting real brash out here. They are. And they're saying... This is eight months from the injury when you hit week one. <laughs> that's that's bold. Oh, man. Okay, so biggest pro has got to be, if you're playing them, you get to see what you got. This new regime, it's, it, it's all new. Everything is new. This is a new offense. This is a new OC. This is a new wide receivers room const- like constructed. I mean, it's just, that's got to be easily the biggest thing is, if this, if Kyler's going to work for this organization down the line and work with Monty and Jonathan Gannon, you've got to throw him out there and get a sample size of some kind to really make a determining or just make the decision on if you're going to roll with them moving forward or make a switch. Biggest one for me right there. All right, biggest con. Biggest con is he goes out there, he's not the same person, he falters, and you look at moving on. But without the trade value. That is. And that's the thing. The trade, the trade value falters because if you're going to move on, you've got to be able to get off the book. Got, get him off the books. And there's a lot of money to get off the books. Base salary is a lot in 2024 and beyond. So that's got to be the biggest con because if you are going to make the change, you realize Kyler's not going to be the guy moving forward, then that's what you have to do. I mean, it's just that's – I mean, worst case scenario. That's the problem. What team is looking to trade for Kyler Murray if that happens? 
Bucks. But wouldn't they just rather tank? Draft. Yeah. And draft a quarterback yeah. and not pay them a quarter of a billion I'm just trying dollars. to throw out like just the teams that are so desperate that they might just say, let's take a flyer. Baker Mayfield and Kyler Because you know the they probably got to restructure the contract when he, when he goes somewhere. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's so that's depressing. Another, that's yeah. so depressing. Okay, I want to keep talking about a couple pros. Okay. Because there is a chance that you trot Kyler back out there, let's say week three, week four. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't exactly look the same. I'm still sticking with week eight for my for his return. That I don't know. I'm sorry. Might to be feel too like late. That's too late. Might be because also if I'm the Cardinals, my fear about bringing him back too late would be that you don't give him enough time to shake off the rust, and then all you have to base your decision off of is eight games of Kyler Murray's kind of struggling, kind of figuring it out, but not really. Yeah. And now you're like, oh my gosh, do we? draft a quarterback do we trade him do we run back with kyler like the worst possible thing for the cardinals to have with this whole kyler murray situation is uncertainty mm-hmm. of course right now that's unavoidable yep like that's just that's all it's the way now. that it is yeah but if you wait too long to bring him back you either a don't get enough time to truly evaluate him B, don't give him enough time to shake off the rust so you actually know what he is i guess a and b kind of go together mm-hmm but if you rush him back too early mm-hmm. and he re-injures himself That's, yeah. or he looks bad and then he re-injures himself, the trade. I mean, you're looking Falters. at yep. the biggest piece of uncertainty this franchise has maybe ever faced. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Right now, I can see Kyler coming back, taking a couple weeks, not wanting to run as much, but then getting into his stride. Yeah, yeah. He's taking a more serious approach off the field. He feels feels more bought into. I have much more faith just blindly in the new offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Drew Petzing, and the offense in general yeah. than I did last year knowing what Cliff Kingsbury was oh, going yeah. to do. I think everybody. I think if you're a Cardinals fan that still thinks Cliff Kingsbury's offense was something, you got to... I've got. Oh, some, I thought it was I've got, something. I've got some. I thought front, it was something. I've got for some sure. beachfront property in uh, Mesa, Arizona, for you. <laughs> I say beachfront property is probably where Cliff is right now. Um, <laughs> but I, I really want to find that balance of not waiting too long mm-hmm. and not going early enough. To me, week four, I'm going to okay. cut yours in half. Okay, week four. I forget who they play week four. Uh, I think the Niners. Oh, that's okay. Tough, maybe tough week five. <laughs> maybe week five. Oh. Yeah, I got to brush up on exactly the schedule oh. because you want to also find the easiest landing spot. Yeah, and that 49ers defense is probably the exact opposite. Yeah, that probably is not the. I don't. He's going to be running from Nick Bosa probably. So probably not not the way to go about it. I'm wondering what we're going to see from Kyler out on the field in training camp. Yeah, how much we're going to see him involved. That will is give he us be on the pup list. Right, it's going to give us a way more clear. And there's people getting put on the pup list now, and he is not. He's yet. not one of them. So I mean, if he can avoid that, that's a huge sign of just where they think he's at, and he might be able to return sooner than later. Okay, as we start to wrap this up, I want to peel back some layers and go from the Buda Bakers and the Kyler Murrays. Talk about guys that are going to be important but aren't exactly getting that same coverage. Big questions, big mm-hmm. holes that need to be filled, big players that need to step up in training camp. What comes to your mind first? Uh, where's Paris Johnson going to play? That's a big one. Right tackle? Does that feel like a right tackle or left guard? Guess. Those are, I, I mean, here's the thing. In a perfect world, I would think it would be Kelvin Beecham at right tackle because they know what they're getting out of him. And you move Paris to left guard, you have your line outside of locking down your center. Yeah. 
that's really I mean you have your four guys you just need to get your you know Froholt or your Gaines or your Smith to fill in that center spot so that's one. I think the wide receivers room as a whole, who's going to be the number number two guy? I'm about to say number one guy. I think we know. We know that. We know that. That's a given. So uh, who? Wait, so who are you debating in your head I think for number two? It's just really between Rondell and uh, Michael Wilson. You don't is is Dorch Dorch in there at all? Dorch will get in there, but I think just they got to get some more size. And that's where Michael Wilson comes in. And Michael in. Wilson comes in there. But also, Rondell Moore, you can do pretty much everything with. I mean, Jonathan Gannon, pew, 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 Yeah, you can pew. throw behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, Cliffs. That's Cliffs. No, way. I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Uh, I, I am excited specifically about Rondell Moore. Yeah. Because Hollywood Brown, I feel like I know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. Speed. Yeah. Some drop balls and some incredible catches that he shouldn't have that kind of even imbalance himself out. Yeah. Rondale Moore, I, I have absolutely no clue. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that, okay, I get how you could use him, right? Quick tit, quick twitch, speedy guy. Probably not going to go way down the field with. That's going to be your, your Hollywood. Maybe your Michael Wilson that you're going to go because he's tall. But comparatively to last year, I am so excited to see him in an expanded role. He's got to stay healthy. And that is a really big question as well. That's that's it's a little bit concerning with yep. him because if you're going to use him more and rely on him more, that obviously comes with a lot more tread. Exactly, a lot more tread, but a lot more miles to put. All right, what about defensively? <clears throat> what are we going to get out of BJ Ojolari training camp? Are we going to have him signed? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's one A one B right there. Uh, so yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously he was dealing with some sort of injury too during the offseason workouts, so we'll see if that's remedied, but. Yeah, that's a definite, that's a huge question mark because they need help at pass rush and he could very well be a big part of that moving forward this year. And I guess another one would be, what's the inside linebackers starting rotation going to look yeah, like? Yeah. Because we know Kaiser White. You've, but you've lost, you've lost two of them. You've so moved is two it, of them is to it, different positions. Is it Chris Brown and Josh Woods and that's it? Because It really feels like Kaiser White's going to have a way bigger role with mm-hmm. this team than most people are expecting. Because not only is he following Gannon from Philadelphia, but the two inside linebackers that were drafted by the Cardinals are no longer inside (laughs) linebackers, which is fine, I guess. I'm happier about Zavin than I am Isaiah. (laughs) You know that. Um, But it... It's not the end of the world, but that's a that's a very important position. Yeah, that's a really important yeah. position. Yeah, and is Kaiser White going to be the Mike? Yeah, for sure. Like, is that is that's, that just? I think that's a given. Given, hundred percent. He's in the middle. Quarterback you of the defense. Jalen Thompson, Mike talked from last year. Isaiah talked about it too. Oh, jeez. Oh uh, yeah. It's it, well, and here's another one too. Here's a like a wild card. Kyle Sole. Can he make the roster? Forks up. Yeah. There you go. I, I feel like. Oh, do you see like your boy uh, Owen Papos, fastest Dude, uh, linebacker? Dude, yes, Madden? I wanted to bring that up. Yep, yeah, yep. we're not going to get too deep into Madden. Tyler's thinking about maybe diving in the Madden, dipping the pen, maybe. but he's got like eight hundred things on his desk <laughs> that he has to go through first. And surprisingly, Madden rankings not at the top of that yeah. list. But I remember when we talked about rookies, and the reason why I don't really have him as low as other people mm-hmm. is because he has one buildable skill. Yeah, speed, speed. And it's just and here's and that's the other thing too. Looking at the roster, there's chance for him to earn some reps. Oh, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Just 
even if you're not going to trust him with everything, right? Like, like Kaiser White's going to be your mic. And he's going to be a special teams savant, oh my I think. gosh. He's, he's going to be like be a, the Dennis Gardeck He is going to gun at people. Yep, he's yep, big. Yep. He's he had the, hit them so hard. <laughs> he had the fastest 40-yard dash time of the inside linebackers of the combine. Yep. Madden, Madden has him not a high overall, but a 93 speed, speed. which is the fastest out of any, any inside linebacker. NFL, veteran and rookie. Anybody. Crazy. Anybody. And he hasn't played a snap yet. Yep. That's how fast this dude is. Wild. This dude's insane. I'm so, like, to me, if I'm talking like, talking like under the radar, because I feel like Michael Wilson, he's above the radar now. Like, no, he's Papo's been talked about enough. Way under the word. Papo, I mean, there's a chance that this guy comes out and does, I'm not talking like week in, week out, really great contributor that's going to help the Cardinals win, but using that buildable skill, that speed, and just gunning at people, special teams, a couple plays here and there. When he goes in, mm-hmm. he will be a problem. Yeah. Now, of course, there's so much more than speed. You got to have your technique. You got to have your power. You got to have the wits to go about it as well to know exactly how to use your speed and your body. Yep. But for such a late round pick to have the highest of any attribute in Madden, which you can't put too much rank, like, like yeah. stock in, but it's it's still something. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's I mean preseason Madden ratings. At least it's you know this is what they think you're gonna do. Well, right. I mean, yeah. the Madden rankings for rookies usually feels like really low when you come out. I mean, basically all the Cardinals rookies are like seventy or below. Yeah, and. All the rookies like quote tweeting and saying like, "Man, I ran this at the combine, and y'all got me at this for a speed. What the heck? That's ridiculous!" Like, no. Yeah. Whoever's making Madden, whoever's crunching the numbers, I don't know. Like, they got like Ronnie Two K for Two K. I don't know if they got like (laughs) Ronnie Madden or something like that. Who's going in there and crunching the numbers? Like, they recognize that. Yeah. For a late round pick, that's how fast this guy is. Yep. So I'm really excited about that. Is there any other name, anybody else out there going into training camp that Tyler Drake is going to keep his eye on before we wrap this up? Uh, Rashard Lawrence's injury status. That Just, feels like a broken record. I know. But, I mean, if he's healthy, man, I think he contributes. But he's got – it's like the Rondell Moore thing, man. He's got to stay on the field, and he's struggled to stay on the field this year. But, yeah, or this year, his career. So I would say that, and they definitely need some help in the middle. And if, if he can't come back, what's that mean for a guy like Dante Stills? True. Yeah. I, these rookies, man. I think they're going to make impact right They're, they're going to get some run. Now – we can't go out there and say they're all going to be good. It feels like we're we're high on all of them, which let's say like we're going to be wrong about somebody, right? Yeah. Like not all of these guys are going to pan out, and if they do, the Cardinals might win the Super Bowl. But <laughs> I'll leave you with two names that are maybe even more under-discussed. It's the two tight ends. Oh. Trey McBride. What the heck is going on with Zach Ertz? Yeah. He has been so under the radar. I feel like people are forgetting that he's even on this team. Yep, yep. And he could be a safety blanket for whoever's filling in for Kyler. And then when Kyler comes back, if you can look at both of your tight ends as pass-catching options, yep. your best friend running down the middle, yep. a tall receiver in Michael Wilson and Greg Dortch and Rondale Moore kind of filling in the gaps there, rookie offensive line. like That's not bad. It, it can. I don't know if it will. They but it could. can shape up. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot more falls on those two, those two tight ends than a lot of people are talking I mean, about. I mean, they want to run the ball. They do, want and to run you the gotta ball. have good tight ends to run that football. I wonder if uh, James Conner is in the running back group text uh, <laughs> about because he's he got a he good got contract. Paid. He's just in there silently, like 
He I just, don't know why y'all are so it, mad. It's the uh, Michael Jackson gif <laughs> of him eating popcorn. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we're going to call it a show here. I'm back. Tyler's here. We're going to be with you throughout training camp starts at the end of this month. And special announcement. I don't know why I didn't say this at the beginning. We're going to be doing a live show from training camp. Oh, yeah. So stay there tuned for that. August yeah. 5th from 1 to 2 on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We didn't mess up enough when we went live a couple <laughs> weeks ago. They said, heck, do it again, this time live from training camp. Red so and white practice. That's going to be a fun be a good one. one. You're going to want to tune in there. You might want to show up in person, too. Yes, do it. Come say hi. Come see the Cardinals. It might not be the year for a lot of wins, but there's a lot of stuff that you're going to want to keep track of. Yes. And by doing that... Go to the Arizona Sports app, follow Tyler Drake at TDrake for Sports. Literally everything. I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> and I exaggerate a lot. I am out there. This do everything from what you need to what you don't even know you need and what you want. He's covering okay, it. Okay, okay. He's covering it. You got like eight stories to write today, man. We got to get out of here. So follow him at TDrake for Sports. You can follow the show at AZ Cards Corner. Follow myself at Eric Ruby. Hear me on Arizona Sports Monday through Friday, 1230 to 5:30. Bottom and top of every hour. And until then, we're getting closer, Tyler. Enjoy football. Yeah, let's do it.